How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome into another episode of Suncast. Great episode for y'all today and a fantastic interview that we have mixed in. Uh, I know we usually do interviews at the end, but hey, we're going to do it in the middle today. We're going to sandwich that in between a little Sun Conference talk. We're going to start off the episode, talk a little basketball, a little bit of softball as well, mostly basketball. Look at these midweek games, some big ones as far as seeding and just making the playoff implications. And then, look, <laughs> there's been great starts in NAI baseball around the country. Nobody hucking a rock better than Mr. Darian Smith of the Southeastern Fire right now. Uh, we're on talk to him. Uh, he's He comes on, Steve and I, great conversation with Darian. Uh, talk a little bit about the Fire's mentality this year, how he's doing. He was up at the Cape Cod uh, earlier uh, this summer. We're going to talk about that. So great interview. Stick around for that. And then Steve and I are going to talk some Sun Conference baseball. But before that, let's see. We want to go basketball first or do we want to go softball? I'll tell you where we'll go first. Um, and, again, I'm not exactly uh, the smartest guy when it comes to swimming and diving. I don't know a ton about the sport. But what I do know is what the Kaiser Seahawks uh, do year in and year out through covering this uh, conference for the last couple of years or win conference championships and then go win red banners. And they've taken care of the conference championship again. Uh, uh, shout out uh, Sun Conference page. Uh, great, great coverage of the championships up there in Columbus, Georgia, where I'm actually heading this weekend to cover some softball. But uh, Kaiser men's and women's swimming, they they do what they do. Um, i tell you what, let's talk a little softball. Um, and I'm going to be brief because nobody's played more than six games. So real real early on. But there are a couple of key points I do want want to hit on. I'm not going to hit on every team. Just want, want to hit, hit on a couple of things before we talk on basketball. One, South, the Southeastern Fire are going to lead the country in stolen bases, and it's not even going to be close. Like it's not – I don't even think there's going to be a team – that gets really within striking distance of taking of get of being number one in stolen bases over the fire by the time we get in conference play. So pretty much from March on, I think they'll distance themselves. They're 23 for 23 through six games. That's ridiculous. Chapel Cunningham, Riley Sanders, and Ella Brooks, those three alone may have a hundred stolen bases between them. Biggest thing is they got to get the got to get the first base first, and then when they do, they got second. Almost a hundred, a hundred percent as as of now, they're going to get to third. They're going to get their their bats going. Look, is this Southeastern two years ago? I don't know if I'm saying that yet. I don't know if they're uh, a national semi, a national World Series final, semifinalist team again. But I think they're uh, like a lot of teams in this conference. They're better. They're better than last year. They're going to. To, if you like small ball, if you love small ball, the Southeast are the team to watch uh, for you this year. They're going to have the pitching. Y'all know about the pitching. We've talked about it for years now with Alderman and Claire. Uh, Claire coming off an incredible performance um, again against Freed Hardman. They've got now three top 25 wins already to start the year, so their resume is already looking as good as anybody in the country's. Um, you know, obviously, first rankings don't come out for a few more weeks. But I think if there were rankings coming out today, they would be moving up. I think Coastal Georgia would be moving up. Don't want to hit. I don't talk too much about them, uh, but we talked about them last episode pretty good bit. But uh, yeah, the fire are looking good. I'll tell you what's looking good. St. Thomas Bobcats are six and zero. You know, not the strongest, not the just you know strong, super strong wins, but teams that other teams in the conference are playing right now, they're beating them. Uh, very good. They're a new look Bobcats team. Uh, no, uh, 
if y'all listen to the Sun Conference uh, Media Day preview we did with NAISB, uh, they, they they talk about that a good bit more. But um, yeah, no, St. Thomas, they're, they're off to a solid start, six and zero. Uh, other thing, I got to talk about them. I got to talk about my Weber Warriors. Like I know it's two and zero, two wins against Thomas after Thomas has been playing all weekend. I get it, but. This team looks so different from last year, y'all. I mean, this team is night and day. Now, is it two years ago? Absolutely not. There's no Kayla Swenson, Mimi Maggard, uh, so on, so on, so on, coming through, coming out of that dugout. But there are some pieces. I think Taylor Thomas is going to be a phenomenal pitcher uh, for, for Weber this year. A great performance against Thomas, seven strikeouts, seven innings, shutout ball. They're going to be good. I mean, there's a lot of new faces Again, I'm not saying they're going to win 38, 39, push 40 wins. I don't know, not yet. But I do think when we look back a couple of years from now, we're going to look at that 2022 season. I'm sorry, that 2023 season and just be like, that was Coach Buck's first year and he was just trying to, you know, fi figure things out in year one. Not figure things out. He knows what he's doing. That's not what I mean by that. But um, he's got he's got his players in. He's got some good pitchers. Uh, they all they got a ton of experience with Jenna and Taylor in the circle. They're going to be really good uh, this year. Abe's off to a good start. Uh, is well, honestly everybody is. Um, you look at looking at obviously it's early. Uh, team that's played played the most are Florida Memorial and Ave Maria. They played eight games each, or six and two and five and three respectfully. Everybody is above is five hundred or above except for Warner, who's got a couple of nice wins. They look they look pretty good early on. Tough loss. Losses against uh, Florida National last night, but is what is what it is. I think this conference is going to be very interesting in in softball, just as far as can we get a third team to an opening round. I think we have no doubt two teams that won't leave the top twenty five throughout the year in, in Coastal Georgia and Southeastern. I think St. Thomas is a team that could very. They were receiving votes at points last year. They're impressive so far. I've already talked about Kaiser. You know, I'm high on Kaiser. I think we can mess around and get three. Maybe if we get real aggressive here, we could get four teams. Um, and I don't see that. I would be pretty surprised. Now, you did, of course, 48 at large, uh, 48 spots now instead of 40. So it is opened up a little bit more. I think the goal for Sun Conference softball, get three teams to an opening round, get someone to join Southeastern and Coastal Georgia and Southeastern and Coastal, go chase a one seed. I don't, I don't think it's crazy to say that about either one of those programs for them to get a one seed. I could see it happening. Um, moving on, of course, we're going to talk more softball as the year goes on, but it's early. But the sport that's in full swing and we've got to talk about is basketball. Lord, this, this is just going to – this. it stresses me out every time I start preparing notes for an episode about basketball because I look at the standings. Um you know, just looking at, at last week, uh, Vincent from Kaiser, what a week uh, again from him. Uh, just looking at, at the, the first game he played against Southeastern, four for – seven-footers aren't supposed to go four or five from behind the arc. That's unfair. That's ridiculous. What what are we doing there? But a big win uh, for them against Southeastern a week ago, 20 and 14. No, Manny talked uh, some about that. But um, for them, obviously one of the biggest wins of, of the weekend – was 87-70 Kaiser over Ave Maria. Vincent again, 13 and 18. And, you know, we, we talk about the, the the rest of Kaiser's team. They're looking phenomenal. But, you know, we've been wrong a lot about Sun Conference base, about basketball. Lord, we have missed here. We've missed there. And we've owned up to it. One, I'm going to stand on business about 
and I know Manny has too. We told y'all St. Thomas was going to get rolling. And it was right around the time that we said Kaiser was currently better than St. Thomas. And I'll, I'll stand on that. I think a few weeks ago, three weeks ago, I think Kaiser was playing better basketball than St. Thomas. And then and then St. Thomas dropped a hundred piece on them and they've won what six of five and they're at the top of the conference with Ave Maria now. Uh they're playing fantastic defense. They're playing the defense that we saw towards the end last year, holding teams to sub 65, 70 points. And then they're complete. Their stars are starting to be stars. They're starting to get what they need from their big Warren, who had a big game against Warner. They're scary. They're scary. Um Southeastern. Starting to starting to uh, prove us right again. Southeastern's a good team. I don't know why everybody got so down on Southeastern after Riley Minnick. So I really just don't get it. I don't get why everybody got so negative on, on them, saying that they were going to finish towards the bottom of it. I just I never saw it. Um, and even when they struggled um, early on, it was like I still see them figuring it out. And I think they're going to I think they're going to continue to get get better. They're five and five in, in the conference. A huge win against Weber. Um, who's got a massive matchup against Warner. There, Weber can mess around and get in trouble in a hurry if they lose to Warner uh, and vice versa. That Weber-Warner game is massive. We'll talk about that in just a minute. Um, let's see, where else Where else do we want to hit on? Where else we, we, do we want to talk about? Uh, Florida Memo Memorial, solid win um, against Coastal Georgia. Uh, Felix Udele, 8 for 8 from the field, 21 points, 8 rebounds. Uh, solid performance. Women's basketball, uh, though, the biggest matchup midweek, not even close, either side, maybe one of the biggest, excuse me, Ugh, starting to get allergies about that, not getting by that time of the season. Yeah. Ugh. And a little ASMR for y'all early in the morning. Uh, Southeastern against St. Thomas in women's basketball, ma massive matchup. Both teams are eight and two. Winner of this one's probably hosting the Southern Conference tournament. Uh, yeah, most likely. I the, not a hundred percent, but whoever gets it, they're gonna move to nine and nine and two. The other one will move to eight and three. If Ave Maria wins, they'll then uh be tied for second place. But whoever wins that St. Thomas uh Southeastern game, massive, massive, massive. I lean Southeastern. I've been I, I think they've continued to improve all year. Um now St. Thomas, Brooke goes out there and shoots the light, light out of Jim Marta Franco has, has a big game, you know. Huh. Things can happen, but I like Southeastern. I like their defense. I think they're going to hold strong um, in that one. Uh, let's see. Let's just take a quick look at the standings. I uh, told you all women's basketball, St. Thomas, Southeastern. They both sit eight and two. Ave Maria, seven and three. Kaiser, six and four. And then things get interesting with Warner and Weber at four and six. Those are most likely, most likely going to be your six teams in the conference tournament. Uh, Florida Memorials, two and eight. You know, good win. They stay alive. Uh, with a good win over Coastal Georgia. Coastal, they're starting to sink now 1-9 and nine in conference play. Uh, looking over at the men's side of things, good Lord, just, I mean, <laughs> what a mess. What a mess we have here. Say, Ave Maria and St. Thomas are 7-3. and three. Florida Memorial and Kaiser are 6-4. and four. Southeastern's 5-5. Five and five. And then Weber and Warner, uh, whoever wins that game takes a massive step in, in getting at 6-8, especially if Weber gets it. If Weber beats Warner tonight, they improve to 5-6 and six and moves Coastal down to 3-8 and eight in conference play. I think then we got a pretty solid look at what the conference, who the six teams will be in the conference tournament. Uh, still got a lot to figure out uh, seeding-wise. We're not even going to go down that rabbit hole right now. Um, 
I don't want to talk too much more. I, I want to get to the interview. I, it's a great, it's a great one with the best pitcher in the country. Um, let's see. I'm women's across is, is underway. Good win for Kaiser last night uh, against St. Thomas. Life two and zero. Uh, they're off to a good start. Let's see. Um, yeah, that's it. Uh, I'm gonna kick it over now. Uh, my, myself, Stephen Cole, and Mr. Darian Smith. Uh, great interview. Y'all check it out. Okay, we, we welcome on a very special guest, the Suncast. Second time, second time on Mr. Darian Smith. Yes, sir. How we doing? I'm pretty good. Coming off, uh, I don't know. He just, he's stacking them up. He's stacking up the pitcher and pitcher <laughs> of the weeks. Uh, Steve, I'm sure he's uh, embarrassed you a time or two and, and some and some live abs. And uh, we're, we're not going to get year. into all inner squad their <laughs> stats, but um, now Darian's pretty good at throwing the baseball thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, Mr. Darian Smith, first off, uh, appreciate appreciate you coming on. Uh, how's it going, man? I mean, what a start to the se season for you. Everybody no knows the numbers. Another good start this weekend against Oakwood. Five innings, ten strikeouts, normal business for you. Just, just how's it how's it feeling on the mound? Dude, it feels good, man. I feel in a rhythm, you know, and that's that's like the biggest thing that we kind of try to hammer out through the fall was, you know, stay same level, staying same level, not getting too high, not getting too low. Last year, there's definitely high moments. There's definitely low moments. And this year, you know, just, just want to stay level and just keep attacking, guys. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Well, Steve, like, like I joked about there, you you saw him. Mean, your first time see, seeing the guy, Darian Smith, last year, uh, I guess probably, what, uh, well over a year ago now. But your first time when you saw him and you saw that power slider looking like it was running up your hands and then dropped down, down there in the opposite batter's <laughs> box. Dude, what, what were you thinking? No, nah, man. Like, I knew I knew he was legit just from like what those had always said. And then like when I finally got the chance to see him now, like it's it's crazy, dude. I mean, he's but the best thing is like I feel like last year, from this year to last year, I think Darren can even say he's probably matured a lot on the mound, just like as a pitcher. And so like from what I've seen this year, it's just like he's so much like he was saying, riding the wave, like even kill, you know, he's not too high, not too low. He's just out there dominating, which is it's pretty cool to watch. Okay. Yeah, Darren, you want, you want to go in a little bit more on that? Just what what is the biggest difference for you uh, last year to this year? Obviously, the stuff it was nasty last year, but this year mentality wise, just what's what's going into making adjustments for twenty twenty four? Yeah, I think it's it's definitely the mindset. I think that just plays a huge huge factor in it. You know, last year I came in kind of with like a chip on my shoulder. You know, just want wanting to like prove myself wanting to do this do that do the extra stuff and this year it's like all right I don't need to prove myself I just need to go out and compete and do what I do and I think also like just having the team that I have behind me that keeps me so self-centered to where it's just like even if I mess up they're still going to pick me up so it doesn't it doesn't really matter I just got to stay even stay stay even kill yeah, talk to us about uh, some of the guys on the team uh, starting to see some new faces pop up in, in, in that lineup card, uh, ha having some big big days. Uh, tell us about about some new guys early on. Talk with Reese a uh, week or two, a couple <clears throat> weeks ago uh, now about about it. Uh, just who are some guys early on uh, that, that have impressed you? I mean, obviously Isaac, Gary, Pagoza. Yeah. We, we 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 know those names, but who, yeah. who are some, some uh, other guys you're liking? So I mean, one of the one of the new guys definitely is uh, Josh Smith. Man, the guy's an animal. He's a double machine, third base line, just hugs it. I mean, it it's it's unreal, man. I'm pretty sure he's hit a double like every game. It's I think he's batting like maybe 600 right now through like nine games. Like it's it's unreal. Uh, on the pitching side of things, I mean, Ramsey David is 
an absolute dog. He might he honestly might be the best armor on our team if when it's all said and done. That that's something coming coming from you. That's a high talk right now from a three time pitcher of the week in the third week of the year. <laughs> no, I mean that guy is he's legit, man. He's just got it. He's got to get in his little groove, and he's gonna he's gonna do some big things for us this year for sure. What's he got? If you don't mind me um, asking. I mean, my guy's three to five, up to six with a power slider and a, a wicked changeup. I mean, it's it's stupid. Stupid. <laughs> Steve, they got that, that trio coming coming at you. How, how are you approaching it? Uh, I'm confident with the fast one on the slide, but if you throw me a changeup, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Darren, you throw him a lot of changeups uh, in, in those uh, inner squads? I probably dropped one or two in there. I'm really <laughs> I, anyone, I, I, anyone I, I, who knew me was going to throw me a changeup, dog. Yeah. Steve got me a couple of times. I can't lie. Steve got me a few times. Hey, plot squirrel finds a nut every now and again, man. <laughs> <laughs> who's the toughest guy? When, like when you, when y'all have those inner squads and everything, who's the toughest guy in that that lineup for you for you to get? Obviously, I mean, you you see a pitcher enough times, you you, you get a pretty good beat on them. But but who who are some guys that in, in that southeastern lineup? If you were, um, you know, at, at another school that, that you'd be a little scared of, dude. I mean, when Chase Bryant steps into the box, it's like he's taking up the whole home plate circle it's it's ridiculous and guys like six seven two forty are like all right probably don't want to groove a fastball into this guy you <laughs> see the swing i mean you, you you throw something in his wheelhouse he's gonna hit that thing about 500 feet you know what i mean so it's he's definitely like one of the guys that bring that intimidating factor for sure yeah absolutely i mean i saw i remember seeing him uh last year for the first time and i was like what the they go get get a tight end off the football team or something like that. <laughs> yeah, for real. Oh, for real. Man. Yeah, no, uh, he, he's he's been fantastic. Yeah, y'all get y'all got a little bit of that that the North Georgia boys uh uh got uh had Steve uh, Josh Smith too. Actually, uh Tom Milliner, uh Weber third baseman and DH. He uh he grew up with Josh. He was telling me that um uh, <laughs> last week. Uh, I guess we'll, we'll, a little move on from baseball. Super Bowl. Did you watch Super Bowl the other night? Yeah, I did. I did. Who are you going for? Man, I honestly I wanted I wanted to see the Niners pull it off, you know. I kind of kind of tired of the whole Swifties, the whole, you know. Dude, I hate it. <laughs> it's, it's it's pretty annoying, man. They showed her probably like 35 times throughout the game and her her guy wasn't even doing anything. So it's you know, it's it's kind of crazy. They're making it more about celeb than football, I guess. Yeah, Steve, you ready to to battle the Swifties on on the Suncast end? We're gonna have Suncast versus Swifties. <laughs> Dude, I can't stand them. Can't stand them. I'll stand on that. Stand on business. I remember we I were. The, I got so lucky about a year or so ago. You know, we big fundraising uh, deal at wherever we go to the Bucks games or Monster Jam, whatever. We had a Taylor Swift concert about a year ago. <laughs> God, I got so lucky to miss that one. I was like, like I don't want to go. I'm good on that. Yeah, I would have called him sick. I'd be like, Coach, I'm out of here, man. I, <laughs> I, I can't come. Got a little bit of that uh, late COVID. I had just it just ain't gonna work for me. Uh, got got big series uh, coming up. Uh, not low non conference series against uh, Taylor Trojans. Uh, what you what you know about them? Obviously, real good team, ninth ranked in, in the country. Darian. Yeah, no, I mean, I think we're pretty excited. Uh, we're excited to keep doing what we're doing. Honestly, I mean. You know us. It doesn't really matter who we're playing. We're just gonna we're just gonna compete and go out there and hopefully get 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 the dub. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I got this. I got to watch them play last year in the World Series against uh, 
Georgia Gwinnett, I think, and they they put it on. So I mean, we're definitely right. expecting a little dog fight. You know what I mean? We know we're not they're not going to come over and just lay over. So it's going to be a good good weekend. Yeah, I remember last year everybody was like, "Wow, it might just be fast track Southeastern Georgia Gwinnett to the to the uh to the final." And then William Carey and Taylor were like, "Hold on, hold on, yeah. man, this is baseball. We don't know For what's sure. going to happen." For uh, sure. Yeah, man. Um, let's see what. What was my next question, Steve? What you got got for me? I I, just, I missed my question. Uh, so for like Taylor, like I, I so I actually never got to play against Taylor, but I, we watched them play a lot because we were in their regional in twenty two. Dude, they're not a bad team. Like they're like they're pretty scrappy. Like they're they're gonna give you a game every single time, no matter for what. Sure. Every dude's gonna fight. But I mean, like of course, when it comes to like, the level, you know, southeastern still southeastern, but. Just like we saw yeah. last World Series, anything can happen, dog. No, anything can happen. Yeah, I mean, it's baseball, man. It's baseball. Yeah. Things happen. But, like, the whole level-headed, man. That, I think that was, you know, a problem that we had last year, right, was we knew we were better. We knew yeah. we, we knew we had more talent, right? And we kind of let that – we kind of – that ego boost, you know what I mean, that yeah, our man. heads got big. We knew that we were going to roll in there and beat you down. And right. I think that's what kind of ended up – messing us up in the, in the, in the long run, you know what I mean? So I yeah, think yeah. this year with the mature group that we have, you know, it's, it's definitely a different feeling, you know? Yeah. Just I taking it day by day. It. I talked to Reese about it uh, a couple weeks ago when we had him on and I feel like the 22 team, the 23 team, 23 team was way more talented, but we went into the field every day. Like, Oh, we're going to win. Like yeah. we're going to win 22, the 22 team went into every game. Like we're going to win, but we're going to beat the piss out of you every game. I, yeah. I, I see that in the y'all's team this year is like now y'all are going in there like all right we we're not just here just to play like we're gonna win but like we're gonna put it on y'all yeah Which that's, that's sure. the mindset y'all need for sure and it's 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 great to really you know like just be that way as a team too because I think we have a lot of guys this year that are hungry you know what I mean they because they, like how I said I came in last year wanting to prove something there's there's guys here now that are they're wanting to prove you know themselves and at this level, they definitely want to prove. So I think it's it's really cool to see just how hard everybody works this year compared to last year. Like, don't get me wrong, last year we worked hard, but yeah, no, you know, we sure. we had that select group of guys that kind of were on their own. You know, right. thought they didn't need to do anything. But this year, I think we're all like really bought into the whole. Let's just let's just win. We just want to win. I mean, it sucks, it. it sucks that we lost last year, but I feel like it really helps this year's team, especially with how many people we brought back. Because, like, now you like you know how it feels like when you get to Lewiston, you lose. Like, I had for sure. That was the first time I felt it. The first year we were there, we just ran through it and won it. And that, my last year, I was like, dang, dude. Like, yeah, it can really happen. So now you can actually bring that to this year's team and be like, all right, dude, like, keep that chip, keep that, keep that same walk about you. So that's for it. sure. I'm glad y'all are kind of, y'all flipped that mindset this year. And for sure. That flight back, a huge change. That flight back from Lewiston's a little bit longer after after a loss than than when you got a red banner folded up right there uh, next yeah. to Dinkley. Yeah, I'm telling you, <laughs> that was the longest flight of my life. Yeah, it was a long flight for sure. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's got you hungry. It's got you wanting to get back and, and uh, finish a job like like y'all did two two years ago. But you know, you, you've talked about it. Reese talked about it with, with the different. It was just a change of mindset to get back to where y'all were in, in twenty two. Was that just like a full on team thing? Like, all right, everybody knew you either with it like this or or you know go find somewhere else to play baseball or whatever. Some guys that really stepped up in in in, in the leadership roles, like saying, "Hey, this is how, how we're going to do it. This is how we get back to what we were in twenty two. 
Yeah, no, I think uh, leadership wise, you know, I think with a couple like with the returners we have, like the group of returners we have, uh, all you could say big players for us. You know what I mean? So there's definitely there's definitely like a lot of people look up to us and like they but we instead of like vocalized leading, I think it's more of a, a lead by example. Right. So like. You see, you see your your top guys working hard. That's going to make you want to work hard. You know what I mean? And I think that just allowed all of us to kind of really gel. And I mean, I think Pablo, he's he's probably like our guy when it comes to the, like the leadership thing. And I mean, he's taking the reins. He's done a good job. And you know, he has everybody on track. And we had a little meeting before the season. Steve knows about the little meeting. You know how we set our goals and yeah. our expectations and stuff for the year. And it was a really good meeting and stuff. And I think from that meeting, you know, a lot of guys realized like, Hey, look, we're here to win. We're not here to mess around. Like it's time to lock in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone's at Southeastern for a reason, man. It ain't exactly my choice. Like, so you might as well come here and try to win a national championship instead of just coming. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, there, I don't think there's too many guys on that team. You know, Pablo kind of falls on that, that example of we sure that guy ain't ain't, ain't playing football in the fall. Like if Pablo's <laughs> gonna say something. Everybody, everybody else yeah. is gonna go, go ahead and listen. Right. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, Dan, you had a pretty cool summer. Uh, uh yourself, uh, go up, played a little bit in, in the Cape. Tell us a little bit about uh the experience experience of playing in the premier college baseball summer league, man. Oh man, I loved every single second of it. I can't even lie. Uh. Yeah, it was just really cool, you know, playing against the top, the top talent in the country, the top guys in the country. You know, I'm I'm going into the game and all I'm hearing about is like this kid's ranked number two in the country. This kid's ranked number four in the country. And, you know, honestly, going up there and succeeding against them, you know, it, it kind of helped prove to myself that, you know, I got what it takes, you know, to advance my career to the next level. And, you know, it was, I think that was also a big help for me coming back this year was like, all right, I've proven what I can do. Now I just got to do it. You know, what were the, what was the atmosphere? Uh, the, the games like that. Cause when I was in, in New York this, this summer with, with Socrates, I was like, man, this, this like feels like a little minor league town. Like the whole, yeah. the whole like the whole t- team, the whole town really bought into it. I can't, can't imagine what, what the, the towns in the Cape are like during the summer. Dude. Yeah, no, exactly how you're saying the whole town, man. I remember there was one game uh, we were playing at Chatham, which Chatham's like pretty much like that's like the money team in the Cape, you know, like fan wise. And we were, uh, we were, we were playing up there on a Friday night, you know, prime time. And there's like 5,000 people there and it's packed out standing room only, like just a great experience. And I'm like, dude, this is summer ball. Like this isn't even like, this is, you think we're playing for a national championship right now. Like it was, it was unreal, man. It was, it was a really dope experience for sure. What would you say is a, was a more electric environment? Y'all playing LC at LC in the World Ugh. Series or uh, this is a Friday night Cape baseball? I know the New England fans on a Friday night, I imagine they get a little, <laughs> little ruckus. They're, get, they're getting a little rowdy out there, but I I, I definitely have to say the, the LC game, man. I mean, there's 6,000 people there. They're all cheering against us. You know, it's – we love that. No <laughs> we, we fed off of that, and it was it was such a great – that was a great experience, man. Uh, Chase's three-run bomb in that game was probably the sickest moment I think I've been around in baseball in my career so far. So I think, you know, that 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 experience for sure. That experience for sure. 
It's awesome. Hey, after, uh, after what do you, you have, uh, another, another year after this or would you, or, <laughs> or we, 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 we think we, we, we just going to get through, get through this season and talk about that later. Nah, um, nah, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a senior this year, man. Uh, okay. I mean, I'm doing my graduate, my graduate program right now, but gotcha. I'd love to come back, you know, if, if I don't sign or whatever, because I feel like that's, that's all everybody does here is six year, six year, seven year <laughs> seniors. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'll try, I'll try, I'll try. At Southeastern it's 24 and up. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. It is like, there's a minimum age requirement and it's 23. <laughs> oh, I, I had, I had a lot of uh, people at Weber and, and elsewhere be like, wait a minute, Gary Laura's back. How, how's Isaac Nunez? Yeah. How's this? Gary had like two or three <laughs> more years. Like, yeah. yeah, no, it's crazy. It's crazy. Gary <laughs> looks Gary looks like he's 28, man, but that guy, he's a, he's a big old teddy bear, man. I love that guy. Big old baby, man. <laughs> yeah. Dude, he, I saw him at this – I remember seeing, seeing him at a soccer game this past fall. He went and dapped me up, and I was like, God, he's gotten taller and bigger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he definitely leaned out for sure from last yeah, year. He looks, he looks really good. Really, really happy for him. But Gary Ben the gym. That's just that's just scare a lot yeah. of people. That's just scare a lot of pitchers. It should. It should. He's seeing the ball really well right now, too. So that's great. Um, Darian, last year, first year in, in the Sun Conference, uh, great bat. Speaking of great bats, we're uh uh Steve and I are about to record and talk about uh Kennedy Clemente the weekend that that he just had. I mean, yeah, I mean, j- just in the one game, four for four with 10 RBIs, three home runs, up <laughs> play, it'll work, yeah. but um, you know, he. Including him, some other guys uh, in the conference last year. Who were who were some guys, uh, some bats in the conference uh, that were were tough outs for you? Um, I think his he's his kid from Weber. Uh, God, what's his name? I think Angel Diaz. Yeah, Angel. He, yeah, Angel Diaz. He was our first baseman. He he had. Yeah. A, I mean, yeah, he batted. 400 with like 16 bombs last year he's he's moved on he signed uh but he, he ain't with the same more so you don't don't have yeah. to worry about about angel yeah now he that was last year that was probably like the really the only the only guy i was like all right i don't really want to make a mistake to this kid you know and yeah i think he, he might have hit i think he hit like a double or maybe two off me in the two two times i saw him so he was definitely like the one guy last year i was like all right like let's try to stay away from this kid and get just get him out it helped your lineup put up put up I think like seventeen in that game for you. So I, you, you can leave a couple over, over the plate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it a little frustrating for you sometimes at at, at uh, y- y'all's y'all's ballpark? I, I mean, it's it's a great park, but sometimes you you give one, it goes three sixty over center field, and you're just like, God dang, man. Dude, I can't tell you how many times last year I had probably had like a no hitter through like five innings, six innings, and then I give up a pop fly to center gives up a solo jack and i'm like come on dude like are you serious <laughs> right now <laughs> but at the same time it helps our offense as well i mean you see what we do every year we we, we lead the country in home runs so hey i'll take it i'll give up one to get to get five you know what i mean i was about to say, Steve, I will say Steve. southeastern like it's it's a boom box don't get me wrong but <laughs> it's a boom wind box. is coming in yeah you could, it's like hit trying to hit out of yellowstone like like when the wind comes in you can't get it out but if oh, especially for riding, there's no right. wind or just like yeah. maybe a gust, then yeah, it's going out. But oh, it, if he hits that jet stream, it then flies. Dude. <laughs> oh man! All right, uh, Steve, you got you got anything else for Darian? Nothing much, man. Just keep the same mindset. Keep riding that wave. Just you know, you know, you know how to throw. You know who you are. So 
Just keep yeah. us there. I appreciate that, Steve. Miss you, man. Much love, baby. I'll be back down soon. Yes, sir. Have to. All right, well, Darian. Uh, much love, man. Appreciate you coming on. Uh, you know, like like Steve said, it, it keep it up. It's gonna be a lot of fun cover covering the, covering you uh th this year. So yeah, man, keep it up. And yeah, I, I gotta get out there and see you and see you in person soon. Yes, sir. I appreciate it, man. Y'all have a good one. You too, man. Okay, hope you enjoyed the interview with Mister Darian Smith. Great guy, Steve. What a guy. What a guy. What man. a guy. What a guy. Knows knows how to hook a rock. I'm telling you, he knows how to chuck a baseball. <laughs> uh, we're gonna check out some other stuff from around around the conference. Uh, let's see. Uh, we, we we'll be brief. We'll be ten minutes. We'll ten fifteen minutes. We'll we'll get out of here. It's early. It's early, folks. I mean, we they, we're, it's February baseball. It's February baseball. But we'll we'll roll through it. Some uh, Southeastern Steve, another gr great showing. D Darian, we talked about it. Just shut down uh, Oakwood in, in his start. Other guys are looking good. Y'all heard about that. Chase Bryant, like he said, have a day, uh, have a weekend, uh, really. But I'll tell you the one guy that that, that he did mention that I'm really excited to watch for y'all, Josh Smith, man. I heard, I heard good things about him from Ty, you know, our, our Weber third baseman. Grew up with him. Had, he told me, dude's a double machine. What did Darian say? Guy's a double machine. So he's, he's hit – what does that mean? He's hitting the baseball. Seeing it well, man. Yeah, no, Josh, he um he went to Georgia State, I think the year after I left. And yeah. so he was there with a lot of my buddies. So I, I know of him. I don't know him personally, but all I've heard about him is the dude can swing the stick a little bit. And so far, I mean, he's he's raking. So Yeah, that he can. Uh, Looking on Weber, it's just something about them Thomas Nighthawks. I don't know what it is. I'll never figure it out, but I've been covering Weber baseball three years now, and they've done got us three years in a row. <laughs> Credit to them. I mean, they're a great team. Um, you know, hate they left us on conference. Uh, best of luck in the Southern States. I, I don't want to talk about it much. I don't. I don't want to get all fired up. The umpire was bad Friday night. I'm not gonna get 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 into that. Us, you know, early season mistakes. Do I think Weber plays like that in April? No, not at all. No, it's early, uh, man. It's early. It's early. Um, if they were to lose a game, to, it's better. It'd be right now than sure. championship of the regional. You know what I'm saying? Like, get all the – get everything out now, get all the rest off, and start a new streak. Yeah, they, and, you know? and I don't think they played bad. I mean, pitching was great. I, I mean, Blaine was great. I mean, look at the first first two games. They scored two runs off two, – two solo shots off Dylan, and they scored three of their four runs in the – before extra innings. Uh, they won five five four. But they scored three on I – mean, Blaine threw a well-executed inside heater and lefty turned on it. Happens. Yeah. Um, the bat's got to get going. Uh, bat's got to get going, and I I don't doubt that Weber line is going to get going throughout the year. Uh, yeah. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you who I did like uh, this weekend. I did like Warner, uh, a few good wins over Montreat. They got a new face. Uh, they got a new guy by the name of John Malcolm. May ring a bell on some of you diehard college baseball uh, fans, he played at Vanderbilt, uh, uh, first baseman, played first base there, uh, played at Michigan State as well. Now he's at Warner, um, you know, got uh, good for them. Obviously a good get. He had a solid game against them. J.J. Gonzalez is back. Warner's – is Warner back to what they were two years ago? I don't know. Are they, I don't know if they're going to be knocking on that top 25 door uh, getting in there, but it don't take a lot long to turn a program like, like Warner right back into a top 25 contender. No, I mean, it really, like, I know, like, one dude can't win a team, but one dude can start a new culture for a team. That's a big thing. Like, if he goes in there and he carries himself right, 
and he keeps putting the team on his back, everyone's going to start following what he's doing. So They're stacking wins. They're stacking yeah, wins. If, if he continues to be a leader and helping the other players and they want to follow him, then, hey, Warner could be something serious. You never know. Never know. Uh, conference, baby. You never know. <laughs> yeah, that you got that right. Um, St. Thomas, uh, solid weekend down down at, at the Cajun. Uh, a couple bumps, couple bruises, good wins uh, uh, over LC. Uh, played a, a fun game. We'll leave it at that against uh, the pilots of LSU Shreveport. Uh, I tell you, Robin Fernandez is swinging one of the best bats in the conference right now. I mean, through the, the first couple of weeks, he's already left the yard twice, got nine RBIs. He's batting 424. He makes that in with Angelo Peloto. I tell you, Peloto, you had you at first, you and Gary, that tandem at first, and obviously Angel last year at first base was about as good as you can get for some first baseman. But Angelo had a good year last year, and he's coming in this year. He's already got four home runs and 17 RBIs, batting 400. They've got some good pitching. They still got Kendry swinging a good bat, Rodriguez swinging a good bat, and they still they still have guys like Chris Scholler and and. Allen as well, man. That's a lineup that's scary. And if they're pitching, just continue to trend up. Just mm-hmm. get that pitching trending up. We, we're going to we're going to get them old Bobcats back, and it's going to get real, real interesting for for uh for the southeast for southeastern and Weber a, a, after last year. Yeah, no, for sure. Because South uh, St. Thomas definitely last year was a down year, and this year they're already kind of they're showing to me way stronger signs of being a better ball club than they were last year like I just feel like they're stronger they're more physical I feel like they're older like maybe it's just maybe they're just acting older. but they feel like a more mature ball club so you never know if that if that pitching just keeps going just a little bit more and they kind of figure out who their guys are and roll with that never know man never know team that absolutely won the weekend looking I mean other than Southeastern goes four and oh, cool, whatever. No, 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 they did it. <laughs> hey, uh, Kaiser, Columbia International. Uh, obviously, there's going to be uh, tougher teams on the schedule for the Seahawks, but man, four and oh, Dom, that lineup. We just talked about St. Thomas. How about double digits in four straight games from their lineup, capped off by Kenny D. Clemente, your player, your Sun Conference player of the week? He caps off the weekend four for four, four runs, 10 RBIs, three home runs. Steve, that, that, the, the, 10 RBIs, three home runs. I mean, that ain't, that ain't a bad month. He did it Which in a day. That? Is that good? <laughs> it's okay. I mean, that's that's a day right there. That's a day. I mean, 10 ribbies, three jimmies. Come on. I mean, even if it's like, even if it's not the, you know, the best team they're going to play, it, like we were talking about with Darian, it's riding that wave. I mean, if they get up and they're feeling good, then there's no reason they couldn't just keep this rolling all year. Yeah, look, there's nobody throw, throwing the baseball better in the country than Darian, but I'll tell you who's throwing throw, not 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 too shabby is Mr. Danny uh, Galvin. He's stacking some good uh, performances. He did it again to open up. He's Look, he's their guy. He's their number one. Uh, he can go, come in. He could mess around, be, be a guy that they use in some of these doubleheaders. Saw him do it to Weber last year, come in that ninth inning, shut him down, and then uh, go out there and pitch. I don't know if, if, if that's – what, what they'll do, but man, six innings of seven strikeout, one run, and again, zero walkouts against uh, against the Rams. Is the Sun Conference all the way back after last year where they where you could say was a down year for the conference? Yeah, I, think I it's mean, crazy. It's, I think I I think we could have six teams receiving top twenty five votes by, by the end of this year. Yeah, no, I mean like the teams are all 
good, but it's just like I feel like there's a lot of mature players in this conference this year, yeah. which is just going to help each team, right? So, but I mean, it's it's hard to say if a whole team's going to flip around, but I know like the dudes who are on each team are making a massive impact, like especially the returns, like. Danny at Kaiser, like he's been there for what, two, three years, something like that. Three, at least three, yeah. At least two. Yeah, three. I know that, but I mean, yeah, he's he's that leader now, right? So he's going in there. He was with that team when twenty-two, so like yes. he knows how to. He knows what a winning team looks like. He just has to implement that to these, these new guys, and you never know, man. I'm telling you, like there's there's a lot of talent in this conference, and it's going to be fun to watch this year just to see how it kind of explodes. I don't think it's crazy at all, and. In- the six teams, some people will say, calm down, Mr. Sun Conference, and I'll get it. But I don't think it's crazy at all. We're going to look up here, and you're going to have Weber, Southeastern, Ave, St. Thomas, stay top 25 throughout the year. And then you're going to have Kaiser. Kaiser's going to start receiving some votes if they keep putting up numbers how they're putting up. Maybe they get a number. There's five. So, we're, okay, we're right back to where we were in 2022. But don't let Warner sneak around. And, and then don't let Warner sneak around. Good. Like I am. <laughs> I'm just saying. Now, I'm not saying that they get in that top 25. I don't know, but could they? Could, could there be a vote or two slid their way? Get an RV next to that name? Yeah, because they got guys too. I mean, I mean, um, uh, we Noah Harsh. That's a guy in his th- third year. That's an arm. That's a lefty arm for him. They got JJ Gonzalez. He's been around. He knows how it's done. Sedano, who's a good of a leadoff hitter as there is in this conference. They got guys. They got pieces. We'll we'll see. Um, but Steve, you got you got anything else before we send send the people on to uh the rest of their day and into some Sun Conference basketball? I think you covered it, my man. I think you covered it. I think so. All right. I hope y'all enjoyed that. Talked a little basketball, talked a little softball, a little baseball, and heard from uh her heard heard from you heard from <laughs> South George. You heard from one of the best pitchers in the country, Darian Smith. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Y'all have a wonderful rest of your Tuesday.